these predictions that are spewing out of these platforms are about making a buck out of us. But they can also be on strategic issues like predicting outbreak of diseases, humanitarian needs, and even traffic jams and pollution levels. Hello, this is the weekly Tradecast podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're looking at the pros and cons of big data. Every time we send an email, tap on an ad or use our credit cards, we're creating digital data. The information travels around the world largely unregulated and it's the lifeblood of tech giants. But that era may be ending as efforts to rein in big tech gain momentum. Scores of countries are accelerating efforts to control the digital information, driven by security and privacy concerns, as well as economic interests. The UN is calling for a balanced approach to data governance so that access and benefits are more universal. To explain the challenges and the opportunities, I'm joined by Sharmika Siraman, the director of UNCTAD Technology and Logistics Division. And before UNCTAD, she held senior positions in UN regional commissions in Asia and the Pacific and Africa. Sharmika enjoys gardening and reading about the evolution of the human brain. Well, welcome to the show today. Just for an overview of these issues, tell me what are the positive and negative elements of the huge amounts of data that's uh, being collected on all of us right now? So there are many positives and negatives. But let me give you one example of how data was used effectively and sometimes created issues during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, the contract tracing applications and data analytics were put to good use by many countries to contain the pandemic, and that was good. On the flip side, however, these contact tracing apps presented challenges for privacy and data protection. There were concerns whether these data would be used for surveillance of populations mm. or personal data would be captured by private platforms to make profits. So the data story has a good side and a bad side. So what That's we right. need to do is to maximize the good and minimize the bad. But who is actually benefiting from all this data? No, that's easy. Huh? That's the big tech and that's the big platforms because they are the only ones capable of collecting, storing, analyzing massive amounts of data. They are the only ones that have the computing power, the artificial intelligence and the skills. The world's largest digital platforms are based in two countries, US and China. Right. And then you have the rest of the world. And the rest of the world, especially developing countries, are mere providers of raw data to these massive platforms. And then they have to buy back intelligence and predictions right. generated by these platforms. I see. So you're talking about development. Why is the data so important for development and what impact does it have on these countries? We are moving towards an economy which is going to be increasingly more digital. And the data is at the heart. So as you said, every time we interact with the internet to send emails, to check social media, we or buy stuff, we generate enormous amount of data. But the thing is, you know, data is not just a private good. There's also a social element to this. Right. These predictions that are spewing out of these platforms are about making a buck 
out of us. But they can also be on strategic issues like predicting outbreak of diseases and predicting humanitarian needs and even traffic jams and pollution levels. And there can be strategic decisions and policy made towards development and climate change adaptation if we also can use this data widely for the larger benefits of the world. And that's not happened. So what can be done so that the data can work for everyone rather than the chosen few? As we say in the UN, we need a balanced global approach to data governance so that data will work for all and not just for the few. And this is important. So the world needs to come together and discuss and agree on data-related policies, principles, ethics, and so forth. And these issues run from really mundane-sounding but extremely important issues to very difficult issues such as the ethics. We need to agree on definitions of data, and it means different things to different people. And we need to strengthen the measuring of the digital economy. And many times countries do not have any data to say what's the size of the digital economy, how much the digital trade is happening, and that needs to be addressed. We need to agree on data sharing principles when data concerns public goods like this pandemics and the climate issues. We need to agree on rights and principles so personal data is not misused and abused. We need ethics around AI and algorithm development, and we need increased international cooperation on governing digital platforms. And this includes addressing digital taxation issues. So there are many things that we all need to come together to the table and agree, but we need everyone at the table. Right. Because in many times when the digital discussions happen, developing countries are not at the table. These discussions happen among the developers of these technologies. But unfortunately, developing countries may not be in the frontier developing these technologies, but they will be at the receiving end of, of feeling the impact of this emerging data divide. So they need to be at the table. The platforms private sector needs to be at the table because they need to be part of the solution. We need the civil society, academics to bring different perspectives on these issues. So we need a multidisciplinary, multi-stakeholder, multilateral approach to address governance issues. And that can be done only in the UN. And that's the only platform. As you said, the world needs to come together. But who is going to rally the world around the global governance on data? And what is the UN actually proposing? Well, the United Nations is a body of member states. So it's the member states needs to come together and understand the importance of this issue and then begin a conversation among themselves. As technical bodies, we are, as expert bodies, we are here to support these conversations. We are here to provide evidence-based analysis so that this conversation can move in the right direction. Our business here is to highlight the dangers of this emerging data divide, and that will create a massive development divide, and that will not be able to be bridged at any time soon. So this has to be a member states-driven process. The countries need to agree that the data governance approaches are necessary and the balanced approaches are necessary, and the data needs to be there for all and not just for Few. Thank you so much to Unktad's Shah Mika Siriman for joining us today on the show. Tune in to the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. 
and there's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now.